sexual intercourse during the coronavirus, please wear a mask. It's hilarious. I got it already pulled up. If you I love safety I love, first. I love I love TMZ sometimes. Safe sex considers of a mask and a condom. And welcome to another episode of BJ and Coffee. He's Bill. I'm Jim, and we're drinking our non-sponsor, Death Wish Coffee. Because it's amazing! Yes, it is. And uh, before I forget this week, because I obviously forgot last week, uh, if you want to look for us, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Coffee. We are available via email at bjandcoffee at gmail.com. And yes, it goes through a virus checker. <laughs> and uh, you can also find us on Twitter at coffee underscore BJ. So, what do you got to start with, Bill? Oh, I got a great one today, because this is awesome, man. Everybody knows that everybody's kind of scared about this wonderful fucking dumbass coronavirus that's been going around fucking the United States. Dude, I don't drink corona. Uh, neither do I, but it's, you know, it's, it's out there. So, But uh, TMZ uh, did a thing about uh, mass sex during coronavirus scare uh, is actually the headline. So if you go to TMZ, you can actually follow along with that. Well, that's not how big it is. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> the coronavirus has changed the way most of us live in a fundamental way, which made us wonder what was happening with some of the most intimate contact con, ugh, contacts. Sex in brothels? Yeah. We contacted a half dozen of the biggest brothels in the Las Vegas area, and, and there... All open for business. That's the whole house in Vegas. Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, there's something going on here we don't know about, I'm telling you. Uh, one brothel manager said all customers must wear masks uh, when they walk in and even during sex. It appears the women do not wear masks. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute here, I have a problem with this. Hey, how do I know? How do I know that bitch? How do I know that fucking bitch don't got fucking coronavirus too? That's why you're wearing the mask. Because you gotta remember, the mask does not prevent you from giving off the coronavirus. It prevents you from taking it in. That is the whole point of the mask. All these motherfuckers wearing masks. It's a fucking joke. Anyway, you're still having. You know, I wait, 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 real fast. You're still having intercourse. You could probably still get it from intercourse. I'm. Not, I'm just saying you might be able to. I don't believe so, actually. I don't know. It's like a mucus thing, not a uh, bodily fluids thing. Which I know some people are going to be like, oh, it's not the same thing. It's a, mucus is a bodily fluid. Bodily, flu- bodily fluids are not all necessarily mucus. It's like a dolphin is a porpoise, but all porpoises are not dolphin. And I made that pun on porpoise. So another thing is, as another brothel manager said, and, uh, and an a bottle of hand sanitizer is sitting, sits on the bar, and Clorox wipes are used frequently to wipe down doorknobs, bathroom counters, and other services. Every brothel we called said they sanitize their joint on a regular basis. Now, just don't grab the uh, sanitizer when you're trying for the lube, though. And one of the places told us they will send any woman home, even even if she has a slight cold. And then there's the famed Mustang Ranch. They say customers have have their temp temperature checked before entering. Yep. <laughs> Actually, believe it or not, that's what they're doing over in Asia right now. If you want to go, like you want to go somewhere, you go to a mass transit hub. You have to go through a checkpoint and be scanned for your body temperature. And if you're running a fever, you are not allowed to leave the area. I gotta say something real fast about this bullshit. My wife and I the other night we went out to. Uh, uh, 
Movie Tavern. We watched, uh, oh my god, I can't remember the name of the movie now. I'll think of it. And Radical Jokers. I see it was that good of a movie. Yeah, it was actually, it was really a good movie, actually. There was a guy there so that showed up. I remember how, what the name of it yeah, was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. I have a brain fart once in a while. But anyways. Is that what I'm smelling? The, well, sometimes. <laughs> Any, anyways, there was a, uh, a two couples that walked in uh, together. Um, I'm sure they were on a double date, I'm sure. And the one gentleman was a total fucking douchebag. May the manager come in and sanitize his seat after they were just sanitized after the first movie. And because the manager handed him his receipt in a nice, polite way, and the guy takes and just drops it in front of him and then makes him pick it up off the floor like a scumbag. I, I would have been like, you know what? Here's your money back. Get the fuck out of my place. I was like, you more. know, if you're going to act like that, you know what? Don't fucking go out, dude. Why is it? Why is it that people like that are the ones that generally will never get shit like coronavirus? Because they're the ones that fucking deserve it. Sorry, but hey. Yeah, exactly. But you know what though? People, wake the fuck up. Coronavirus. It's a goddamn fucking flu. Actually, the World Health Organization. I've been deep diving in their website over the last week just because it piques my interest, and I like to know the actual truth, not what the government and media try to spin at you. And the even the World Health Organization has been backpedaling on the numbers because they say there is a large number of people that are contracting coronavirus, but instead of freaking out, going to the hospital, getting tested, and being thrown in the number pool, they're just sitting at home, self-medicating, and getting over it and going on with life. Because it's really, it's a you know, bad chest cold is really... It's the numbers when in the long run you're gonna see the numbers wash out to be less dangerous than the flu we get every year. Here's here's a couple of points to take with that. Is number one is that <laughs> excuse me, it's allergies, not the coronavirus. Just saying, I do not have. Fuck a you, just cough, man. I might be getting sick over here now. Oh, there's another cough. God damn it, I'm gonna fucking die. You know, tiny is everything. Of course, this fucking shit hits just as my allergies kick the fuck in. I'm like, what the fuck? Babe, I need Lysol. I think Jim's got the corona. If I had corona, somebody better have some fucking salt and lime to go with that shit. You get Lyme disease from Corona, too. Yeah, no, that's the ticks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get it if you put Lyme in your Corona. You no. get coronavirus from Corona. What I was going to say is if it goes you know, into the into tick season, we'll have Corona with Lyme. Yeah. <laughs> well, you put your Lyme in, now you got Lyme disease. I put the, the Lyme in the coconut and drink it all down. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, no, here's the point. The coronavirus itself, COVID-19. It's the. It was a new version of the coronavirus that was discovered last year in 2019. The coronavirus is a well-known virus that's been around forever and ever. If you don't believe, if you, the listener, don't believe me, if you guys don't believe me, you can check it out after we're done recording. But if you get on the back of a Lysol can, it says, good against human coronavirus, right the fuck on there. And that's the whole point, is that this is not something new. It is not something Wait, 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 wait. You said human coronavirus, so does it mean there's alien cr- coronavirus, too? That's uh, just how they phrase it. I have nothing to do with that. Maybe animals get it, too. Oh, they do. Um, it uh, can be transmitted through animal contact. So all you bestiality people, um, wrap up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're having sex, make sure you wear a mask. Um but no, it's, here's the thing, is that the coronavirus in and of itself is not a horrendous virus. The reason you're seeing such a widespread you know, infection rate right now is because it's a new virus. And we just don't, 
Now, understand, i got a sidebar for a minute here. Human, um, this is where I want, uh, immunity to things, like, you know, the immunity to illness. There, we sit on a spectrum. Some people just have awesome immunity to everything. Other people have no immunity whatsoever. Um, and with corona, the coronavirus, even though it's a new virus, it's really no different. Some people are going to have a natural immunity to it. That's just how the body works. Other people are going to have absolutely no immunity and, tra- and attract that shit like a magnet. Most everybody else, though, is going to fall pretty much in the middle. So it's something that you don't really have an immunity to or a bodily defense against. So yes, everybody's going to get it. Everybody's freaking out about Italy. Italy is one of the oldest countries in Europe. Italy has some of the oldest cities in Europe. You do not get population density like that anywhere else in the world except maybe China and a few other places in Asia. Um, they have so many people packed in such a small space. Now, of course, anything like this is going to spread like wildfire. Why do you think the fucking bubonic plagues, plague spread so well back in the Middle Ages? Because people were packed on top of each other. Well, you know, and here's the thing. Okay, real fast. Off the subject of coronavirus. Wait, wait. Can I say something real quick? Real fast. My wife is actually here, and I have something that that's going to happen actually in, in, in like halfway through this podcast. There will so. not be sex on the podcast. Uh, just so but no. listen, speaking of sex and coronavirus, I have a solution to the whole thing. I was thinking about this. Oh, boy. How you can still have sex and not catch the coronavirus. You know, I knew I saw smoke signals coming up from over here. Uh, I thought so, too. Do it the old Jew way. Put a sheet between you with a hole. <laughs> that, is called, that is called a glory hole. People charge big money for that. <laughs> and I'm not paying you. Apparently, it's old way of Orthodox Jews. They have a sheet between them because bodies can't touch. Go for it. You're safe, protected, and you still can get your rocks off. You can do it. (laughs) You can do it. You can do it. Sayonara. No, you're staying down here because we have another special part of the freaking thing you have to be here for. (laughs) But again, you just. Everybody's freaking out because the media has put such a spin on this when if you dig down past the bullshit that the media is trying to sell you and get into the facts of the matter, you realize it's really no worse than a bad flu season. And if anything, it's actually better than a bad flu season. Here's a thing, too, with the whole coronavirus and these fucking douchebags stacking up like it's fucking World War III starting. You know... My grandparents made it through the Depression just fine. And they didn't stock up on shit. Well, it wasn't shit to stock up on. No. Most people are stocking up on shit tickets. Which I don't get. There's no gastrointestinal results to this or symptoms to this. It's not going to make you shit yourself. You don't need 300 fucking rolls of shit tickets. I'm lucky I go through. I mean, the house, maybe, you know, I'm mostly just me there. I go. I mean, I get a big pack from. Um, Costco, like maybe twice a year. That's it. <laughs> no, we get a big package. It probably lasts us about two weeks. Well, we'll, keep them <laughs> well yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I when I went to five stores. I couldn't find toilet paper anywhere. I had to go to a, the local fucking little fucking corner store um, and pay three dollars a fucking goddamn roll. Okay, don't say the word out loud. Because I'm going to give you a running start since this doesn't publish till tomorrow morning. That thing that you squish together that puts out a little piece of metal that holds papers together. Mm-hmm. You know what that little piece of metal that holds the papers together? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. That place. 
They oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Last night, they got plenty. Oh, yeah. Because nobody thinks of going there to buy a toilet paper. Oh, exactly. Or candy or coffee or anything else. She'll be back. But, you know, people don't realize they've got it all in stock, man. <laughs> Just got to know where to shop. Um, as far as cleaning supplies, Home Depot. I'll tell everybody that because there's plenty of them. There's only one of the other places around, right around here. So I'll give you that heads up. You can run over there later today if you need be. No, actually, I, 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 think, I, I think I got enough rolls that will probably last me for a few days. So I, sh- I should be good on that one now. But yeah, I walked in last night. The girl's like, did you find everything you were looking for? I said, I was just curious if you guys had toilet paper. I said, because somebody was joking about it. I said, I said, me, I'm stocked up just for you know my normal usage. I said, I I get from I get a big pack from Costco like twice a year. It's all I need. And she starts laughing. And she's like, yeah, we've got plenty of it here. There's no issues with that here. She says, nobody comes in. Well, well I made a joke because I... Uh, Someone uh, and I've been actually posting all like a lot of jokes on my own personal page. It was like somebody actually made a post and a video of a freaking guy literally bent over in front of a fucking fire hydrant, literally fucking Jim. Look, look and see if you can find it on my page actually and share it on the share it on the uh, podcast page. But uh, this guy's uh, this guy's literally bent over with his fucking britches pulled down and the fucking fire hydrant's fucking blowing out water and he's washing his ass out. Hey, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like. Nope, nope, no, no TP, no problem. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, it's well, it's gotten it. that far. If but you've got a bidet, you know, all you need is a bidet, and you're good. Personally, I'm not a fan of a bidet. I, I just like that even, white, you know, man. even going down right now. I had a couple friends post pictures from uh, Costco's, uh, pictures from Walmart, pictures from fucking uh, Wegmans, uh, other grocery stores. It's not just toilet paper though that they're stacking up on. They're stacking up on meats. They're stacking up on. It's like the end of the world is coming, and like people are like, "Oh, I gotta snack up because it's the world's gonna end. The world's gonna end." It's not the end. It's not the end of the fucking world, people. Come on. And and here's the other thing: is that Uh, um, I mean, luckily I got food in the house. But if I need to go grocery shopping right now, I'd be fucked. Fuck that. I'm I'm going out to eat. Fuck that noise. I am not going to a damn grocery store right now. If I don't feel like cooking, or I don't have exactly what I want. I'm going out to Absolutely. eat like that. You know, you know. Here's the other thing. When I go out to eat, I'm not going to these fucking chain McDonald's, Burger King bullshit. Not Panera. Not none of those chains. No. Fuck them. I'm going to a locally owned restaurant to support a locally owned business. Yeah, that's what I did the other night. You know, I said woke up. You know, I uh, I was thinking it was Thursday night actually. Um, we wanted to go out and. We had both got our paychecks. She goes, "Hey, let's uh, let's go out and celebrate." I was like, eh, "All right, well, where do you want to go?" She goes, "Let's go to Stella's. You know, locally freaking restaurant here and mm-hmm. the freaking thing. You know, we went to Stella's. You know, and the only time I ever get the you know, I, I'm a liver and onion guy. Yeah, I love my well, liver and onions. Well, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you just, yeah, you you could do that all you want, but it's freaking good as hell. Anyways, I thought the ghost was here, but it's not. Uh, but anyways, no, we went and we freaking we went up to Stella's. I got my liver and onions. She got her her normal hot roast beef sandwich that she usually gets when she goes out. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and you know the kids ordered their their small you know kids meals and shit like that. I mean, it, 
it's a locally owned restaurant here in in, in our area. You know, and, and if anybody gets a chance to go there, go check it out because the food's fucking amazing. Oh. Last night we did uh, Las Delicias up on uh, Westcott Street on the SU Hill. Dude, if you like Puerto Rican, Dominican, that kind of food, oh my god, they are fucking amazing. Um, See, I just can't do that because, like, the you know, when I think of like you know Spanish food. I think of fucking like really spicy and hot, and I can't no, eat the shit. It's not spicy and hot. Then I'll need the shit tickets. No, it's no. Uh, like rice and beans. It's not spicy hot. No, it's I had uh, rice and rice and uh, beans, man. I'll be farting all fucking goddamn night. I had stew steak uh, with arroz con uh which is the yellow rice with the beans in it, but it actually doesn't make you fart. It's not like tons of beans. Uh, the stew steak was really good because like they literally simmer, they simmer the steak yeah. down, and it just falls apart on your fork. It's amazing. Oh, um, that sounds good. And with the rice, and then we got uh, tostones, uh, tostones, which are deep fried smashed plantains to go with it. Fucking amazing shit. And for like the finish off was madoros, which is a sweet like pan fried banana. Oh my dude, it's it's amazing food. Pan fried and, banana. And now <laughs> pan fried banana. I know, sounds silly, but let me it sounds tell weird. You, let me tell you, it's fucking amazing. Um, I would recommend them to anyone. And like I said, it's none of that food was spicy at all. And I, I like the spice now and then, but even like, but their food doesn't need to be spicy because it was good. You want spicy? We'll go somewhere else and get some Superman sauce on the wings. But I won't talk about that place right now. Yeah. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, I did it one day just because I had to see how hot it was. I got through the whole freaking ten wings with no problem. Uh, now, except for later when he was taking a sheet. Oh no! Actually, it didn't even hit me on the way up. But I'll tell you this: it was probably spicier than I would normally go. But I could do it because the flavor was fucking amazing on that sauce. Because the guy, when he when he makes the sauce, he makes it super spicy, but he also puts a shit ton of flavor in there. And I'll tell you, that right there, boom, good to roll. Sounds good. Let's go there sometime. You've been there. I'm just waiting until I don't get, you know. You know, anyway. yeah, well, you know. I, I don't need PTSD again from being there. <laughs> <laughs> you were on the phone. You heard that. Yeah, oh, God, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Oh yes, actually, one of our one of our actual uh, our restaurants that we actually did check out, Gracie's Kitchen, actually, um, where we did one of our special podcasts, actually. Yes, with Ted and Amy. Uh, with Ted and Amy, actually, Gracie's Kitchen up at uh, five twenty seven Charles Ave in Salve, New York. Um, they are actually taking mm-hmm. and actually since a lot of schools are closing in Onondaga County. Awesome. All schools, actually. Uh, on, uh, what is it, March 20th, I believe no, it is? August 14th through, or August 20th. No, it's August. March It's March 20th through April 14th. That's what I, I knew there was an yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, so March 20th through August 14th. April 14th. April 14th, Jesus Christ. Thanks a lot, asshole. August. Uh, April 14th. Um, Gracie's Kitchen, like I said, at 527 Charles Ave, Salve, New York. Um, if you are a parent who is struggling at home if you're a single mom single dad um even if even if you're just you know mom and dad are together uh times are tough i get it um and you can't afford to feed your kids for a month 
uh, breakfast and lunch. This is only for Mondays and Fridays only. Monday Monday through through Friday. Monday through Fridays only. So it's not on the weekends. It's usually it's during school hours. They are actually going to be serving your kids breakfast and lunch Monday through Fridays only. So if you need help with feeding your kids, go down to Gracie's Kitchen at 527 Charles Ave, Salt Lake, New York. Um, you know, and support them. You know, they they're a great restaurant. Uh, the owner Mary, she's a wonderful woman. Um, and you know what? This is all coming out of her own pocket. So you know what? Go and help her out uh, if you really can. Um, you know, and and, and make this. If you don't, if, and if you don't want to sit in the restaurant and worry about your kids, you know, maybe getting sick, you know, and maybe catching the coronavirus from somebody, which there's no cases here in our county. Um, thank thank God, she will. She does do takeout. So um, you know, like I said, check her out. Five twenty seven Charles Ave in Salve, New York. Good homemade food. She has great cooks. Great service. Great service. Um, go check her out. Nothing but love for me. And nothing but love. Yep. And uh, she's doing that all on her own. Uh, no, no funding. She don't have any grants. She don't have anything special. She's just doing it out of her good heart because she knows families. It's costly to feed a family. A- absolutely. And you know, she's raised kids. She knows what it's like. Uh, all of her kids are adults, of course. Um, you know, and out on their own, and and I believe believe married or have kids. Um, so she knows what it's like. Um, but if you got kids and you can't afford to feed them, you know, breakfast and lunch, the time that they're off, send them on down to Gracie's Kitchen at 527 Charles F. Salve. Make sure at least they You know, and and, and, and at least, at least you know, even if you can afford a dollar to tip their waiters, waitress, waitress, waitresses, uh, you know, give them a buck to tip the waitress at least, you know. But, uh, hey, I think it's great what you're doing, uh, Mary. You know what? Keep your great work up there at Gracie's Kitchen. And, uh, you know, hey, maybe maybe, um, maybe Jim and I will be back there to do another podcast uh, maybe after all this coronavirus shit fucking passes. So support Gracie's. On, if you need dinner, order out so she can have the extra money coming in for the kids during the week, too. So remember to go to Gracie's. Jim, do you have any other news? Um, or can we move on to the special part of this? Uh, let's see. Uh, ah, shitelings. I was just scrolling through real quick here. Um, yeah, I don't think, honestly, not a whole lot because, quite honestly, most of this week I've been focusing on the whole coronavirus bullshit. Now, here's the thing. They're talking about the third death. I will say this. They're talking about the third death in New, in New York State. All three of these people were... Either a actually they were all older, and which I'm, is not a I'm not saying is you know, a bad thing. Okay, no, it's but it's not really. Um, the thing is, they're all older. They all had underlying health conditions. Uh, the first one, the first one actually had uh, eczema. Yeah, that's underlying health condition, Bill. Well, we know. <laughs> I was just saying. I mean, so you don't really know if they died from coronavirus or not. Well, the basically the coronavirus has caused an exacerbation of those underlying health conditions, which has caused. Did you say masturbation? Exacerbation. Oh, I thought you said which masturbation. Sorry. Listen, that, my well, mind was still. I you to crack a book now and then instead of cracking a headboard. 
I haven't cracked the headboard. Hey, I still hey, I have a new bed and I still haven't broke the headboard. But you know what the problem is with this is with what? my new bed? The headboard isn't attached to like you know how like usually you put the mattress on top of like the whole frame and stuff like that? Yeah. Well the frame is not is separated from the box springs itself. It's a total separate box spring area. Yeah. So it's just a frame that's around the actual bed and frame. Okay. So yeah. they move all the time. So they move all the time. So um, the mattress ends up flying off. Aisle fifteen at Home Depot. Screws, tie downs, lubricants. There you uh, go. I don't need lubricants. I'm good on that one. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you smoke after sex? Never looked. Uh, <laughs> couldn't remember. <laughs> if you do, you might want to get some of them lubricants. Anyway, uh, I think that covers everything we've got for you know that part of it. <laughs> but I, there's a reason why my wife's today on the podcast because we have some very interesting breaking news. Well, it's not so much breaking as it is you can finally talk about it. Well, it's kind of breaking. Well, it's our side it's breaking. breaking. It's, it's my side breaking. It's breaking a lot of hearts that you finally got it out, you know, dealt with. <laughs> so, Jim, do you want to start this off about uh, you know what it is? Well, I know what it is. Um, what was it? A year ago? A year ago, yeah. About a year ago. Um, the you guys got well. Actually, it started before that. Well, I'll start with a pig year a year ago. You know, the the pig fuckers here. Um, no, <laughs> I mess with it. They're the um, asshole. I so, know what's gonna happen. You know, like many parents do, they decided to get a pet for the kids, and that pet happened to be a pig. Miniature pet. Yeah, miniature potbelly pig, which wasn't so fucking miniature, now was it? No, because they said it was a coon coon, supposed to stay size of an English bulldog. The fucker got to 250 fucking pounds and couldn't get down the stairs. Normal pig size. So anyway, somebody got a bug up their ass, and uh, because, you know, people want to make make life better in the village, and, you know, some people don't care for that, so the people got a bug up their ass and decided to have them arrested for having an exotic pet. And it just went downhill from there. Um, I mean, but what, you got accused of being an illegal alien? Um, I did, actually. Believe it or not, uh, after about spending six hours in jail... Um, which we've never been in jail Which we've never been in jail our entire lives. Um, and I said, it's no prostitute. Did you pick up any pointers? No. No. But anyways... <laughs> Bill, answer first. That's the impressive <laughs> Anyways... I'm just going to throw... I spent six hours... I spent six hours in jail, um... The next day, my lawyer calls me up and says, we need to have a talk about immigration. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? We need to talk about immigration. What the fuck are you talking about, lady? So she goes, yeah, we need to have a talk about immigration. I said, I'm not understanding what you're saying. I'm like, why would we need to talk about immigration? This has nothing to do with immigration. She goes, somebody put down on your police report that you are an illegal alien. To this day, I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck country I'm fucking from. Because last time I checked, I was born in New York State. Were you, were you by any chance born on the Oneida Nation? Uh, no, I was not. Okay. That's about the only thing I can go with there that will even come close to being in a different country. So, yes. Yeah, so, so, yes. They actually arrest. When I was arrested, they said I was an illegal alien. And speaking of wrong information on police reports, since this is the beginning of the story, they also said that I was a pig farmer. My occupation was a pig farmer. Your kids aren't that disgusting. Yes, my wife's wonderful. Th- th- my, my wife's here actually with us. Uh, her name's Lisa. Uh, thank you for coming on board, by the way. That's for because this. I want the truth up. These people attacked us. They said horrible things. 
And I want them to know that they can suck it. Because we had all charges dropped based off lack of evidence and that it was a false arrest. Um, now... One, one quick thing. Please watch your fucking language. There's no goddamn swearing on this fucking shit show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we swear all the time, though. <laughs> so, that's why I'm pissed. Because we were arrested. So, when we got a, finally a new DA to walk in, review the paperwork and said... This is bullshit. It's got to be done. It's been a year. They originally dropped five of the eight charges. By the way, one of them was conspiracy to own a pig in the village. Which is classified as a class one felony. Yeah, conspiracy to own a pig. Conspiracy to, yeah, conspiracy to own a pet pig <laughs> in the village. <laughs> I can't even. It was one of the even. one of the eight fucking charges that were on our fucking conspiracy. To own a was conspiracy. Wow. I and their exact their exact words were well, because I, I even asked them, I was like, "How is it conspiracy of owning a pet pig?" They're like, "We went both They're like, diet. "Because oh, we both." Uh, I'll start this off back at the beginning real fast. Her and I drove six hours to Pennsylvania to the Amish to the Amish well, that's and, your first uh, mistake yeah well you know <laughs> it, well it was an Amish it was all Amish out there but except for like you know where we bought the pig they literally um, said because we went together to buy this pig it was conspiracy it's conspiracy that's, that's big that's reaching that's reaching hard with a fucking fingernail there to try and okay, grab something so this is how the pig arrest happened though we were in the process of moving, which will be part two of the story, because that landlord of the second house wanted to jump on the bandwagon and try to make it seem like, oh, he's so hurt. We'll get to that. We are moving to a different property. Mind you, three houses away, okay? Three houses away. Three properties away. You could spit and see the other property. Mind you, there's a corner, but it's a curve, but three properties away. Curve the bullet. So they go bullet. Don't even get me started on bullets. So apparently <laughs> this is all how it all started. If we go back really deeper, with a lunatic that shot our house, and that's why we wanted to move. However, we moved three houses away. Started moving. Let me rephrase that. Over the process of three weeks, we started moving because the house that we were moving into, we turned on the water. The pipes bursted all over the living room. So we couldn't live there. We couldn't stay there. We had no hot water anywhere in the house. So we were living between two houses with stuff. Now, our pig, Harper, great cute little guy, got kind of big understand what happens there he gets overfed by kids kids feed him snacks all the time he gets fatter and fatter and fatter he ran up the stairs to the second floor kids kept feeding him up there he got too big to go down the stairs he was scared he was like a slinky on the stairs <laughs> couldn't go down his belly was too fat so i we, smell bacon so we were waiting for a farmer to come and help us get the pig down safely so he wouldn't get hurt Meanwhile, while we're at our other house, the landlord of that house decides to walk in, mind you, without no call, no show, and I have all text messages that back this up. By the way, everything I'm saying is documented in court documents and text, pictures, etc. So if anyone wants to challenge my words, bring it. Now, the landlord goes in. That goes for four trustees. The landlord goes in. 
without a call show, goes upstairs, gets the shit scared out of him because a pig starts snorting at him and looking at him. And he's like, holy shit, there's a pig in the house. He calls the police. This is where we're at. Well, you know. So they're reaching for any charges they could give. Hence, because, you know, we have made a stink about how the police do things in this village. We have caused a bit of controversy with a few things. So they... However, let me point one thing out. Is that when you say have caused controversy, have raised the stink. I, I will say as an independent... I know Bill and I are friends, yes. But before we really got to know each other, I looked at all this independently. And I will tell you that there is no... Um, this wasn't a bullshit thing. They literally, they were raising a stink about some legitimate concerns that were not being properly addressed. There were some definite issues with how the police locally were handling some issues, and those also are being looked into as well. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, 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 I appreciate it, because it's, it's actually true. Hold on, wait a minute, hold on, real fast. I, I'm going to get into that real fast, okay? That's actually the beginning of actually the story, actually. Um... Prior Flash to us, time. yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> two years ago, <laughs> okay, two years of complete hell of literally dealing with a crazy lunatic fucking neighbor, okay, that lived right across the street who made videos. I, I heard he wasn't able to fuck though. Uh, yeah, well, who knows about that one? <laughs> but anyways, made videos, literally fucking was going up and down the street with a fucking either a baseball bat or a machete, um, or some kind of fucking knife, um. Telling everybody on the street that this is going to be a blood street, and I don't give a shit if you got this person on your fucking side or that person on the side, um, threatened me and my wife numerous times times, saying he was going to kill us. Three in the morning, waking us up with loud music playing in his car, literally sitting next to our bedroom fucking window. You're probably thinking, did you call the police? And and here's the thing. You're thinking that, yes, I call the police numerous fucking times. and I have I have the documents, by the way, to even back that shit up that I called the police. And you know what the police did? Nothing. Nothing. It literally took me one day to tell an officer, be like, if you don't fucking arrest him for harassment, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to have your motherfucking badge. And then finally he was a stupid second degree harassment. He was out within five minutes. And it was a violation. And that was before bail reform. And that was before, yes, exactly, before bail reform. So Absolutely. he's back running his mouth within a few minutes. Now, as adults, we can handle him. We can ignore him. But is it right that my children can't go outside, ride their bikes, do anything without seeing this said individual scaring the shit out of them? Okay? That isn't fair. My son hasn't, shouldn't have to walk to high school having him follow him. Okay? There's numerous things that have been documented. And, and oh, and I'll get into that one real fast. It was documented by not only us, but also the school. Mm-hmm. And guess what the police did then? <laughs> nothing. Fucking nothing. Even the police president. So every goddamn day, almost, every goddamn day, and I'll say it, okay, I was on the fucking internet, and I was posting, the ch- police chief needed to get his fucking men in fucking line. And do something. And do something. You know what they did? Arrest us! Arrest me instead! And my wife! And then, the one said to me in the waiting room, and I quote, and if he says that he didn't say it, he's a liar. He said, now we're doing our jobs, aren't we? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I think I have a recording of that. (coughs) Oh, I don't have a recording of that one. No, we don't. 
No, we Oops. don't. That's in their waiting room. No. You missed. No. Yeah, that's all right. But with that being said, we'll get off the police subject. Can you put some Who water in there for me? about that? My issue is that we yeah. had the that we had the media involved, oh, which geez. they said they want to contact the media. So guess what? The crazy neighbor calls the media and tells them they left the pig for three weeks to fend for himself to eat the floors. So guess what happens? We have a shitstorm. Everybody in the neighborhood thinks there were some kind of pet courting so, lunatic. So yeah, so we got called in to actually discuss the investigation supposedly and when we go in to discuss the investigation we don't get discuss it we don't discuss it they arrest us right on the spot without even double checking any of the text messages they've done they did no proper investigation work it was that i literally had proof that we didn't move i showed them i was trying to show them pictures that the house that we're moving to couldn't be lived in because there's no water um, I was attempting to show all this, and yet they said we already did our investigation. Now, here's another part of this. While I was sitting there handcuffed to a bench, the one of the officers had to call the SPCA to see the status of the pig and get a code for... Uh, uh, Animal cruelty. Animal cruelty code. code. So he calls the investigator for SPCA. He tells him what I already told him. SPCA confirmed that pig was not endangered and harmed at all, and they were going to have him released immediately. Now, when I was sitting my ass down in the jail cell, scared out of my mind, with a bunch of prostitutes, remind you, that got caught because she said she would have never been arrested if she didn't offer a cop $10 to suck his dick. And guess what? She would have did it for free if she knew she was going to get arrested. So, with that being said, go ahead, Jim. Get it out. You know you want to. Come on, Jim. You want, you're thinking of something right now. <laughs> she was looking for a little pork sausage. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The police downtown were making all kinds of pig jokes because they're watching it on the news live while we're sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there crying hysterically. Then the SPCA investigator comes in to me and says, um, I need you to sign off for your pig to be released. Would you like him back to your house? And I said, no, he needs to go to the farm that we were trying to get him to. Guess where he went to? The farm we are trying to get him to. I'm going to interject real quick here because... um, This is true. What a lot of people don't know is I did spend some time working in the shelter community. And I I have contacts with the SPCA. And I'll tell you, I actually independently verified that on my own as well is that when the pig came in they were like why is the pig here because they there was in no distress it was if anything it was it might have been a little overweight but with pigs that's not a big deal and they really exactly. had, they, they were trying they were scratching their heads trying to figure out what the fuck was going on the, the actually the SPCA officer actually told us he goes I don't understand why you guys are even down here mm-hmm. he goes your pig is actually healthy and a little overweight yeah um, he goes. He goes. There was there was no charges on you guys. So what are you guys doing here? I'm like, we were told because they already started the paperwork. They weren't going to stop it. Exactly. And so then the officer was told that as well that it didn't need animal cruelty charges. He continued to do the paperwork of animal cruelty charges and told me that's what court's for. So I thought, all right, we're going to go in front of the judge. It'll get thrown away. A year later, we finally get it thrown away. Now. I know everyone's going to say, well, there has to be some catch to this. There is a small catch. We can't sue the village. The park's closed. We can't sue the village 
for the false arrest if they would remove the charges right on the spot because we're ready to go to trial next week. They're going to get a jury. They're going to get everything, which we're fine with. Which we're fine with because, you know, we had enough evidence against what they... Everybody. Well, hold on. They have enough evidence of what, what we call the people in court and that would bury the DA yep. and would bury and would bury the police department. Now he didn't want to have to call all these officials onto the board, onto the stand. Um, because here's here was the catch. There's a lot of people <clears throat> named in this report. There's a lot of people named in this report. I'm gonna to get to names here in about two minutes, actually. There's a lot of people named in this report. It is a court document. It's a court document. And a lot of the names that are on there believe it or not, are actually officials in this village. Mm-hmm. With jobs. With, with. I'm sure that the district attorney's office would love to know that our village trustees, four of our village trustees, have put their nose in where it doesn't fucking belong. Mm-hmm. And they said horrible things about and us. And it's horrible. Has called me and my wife criminals. Mm-hmm. In public, no less. And it was based off of a media story. A media story. It false information. Now, I'm not going to hold my breath for an apology. It's not going to happen, and I understand that. But I just want the people to know that this was a bullshit arrest, and we were innocent. Now, there's more to it, a lot more to it. I could be here all day. But bottom line is... We were innocent, and we couldn't speak this whole time. So since we couldn't speak, we had to keep our mouths shut and not say anything to anyone about any of it and not disagree with anyone, yep. not be able to tell <clears throat> our side. So when people say, hey, you're the pig people that are criminals, we just got to nod our head and walk away. Now, do you know how degrading that is? Do you know how my kids felt when her best friend, which... The best friend's grandmother continuously laughs about comments on Facebook, which irritates me because her granddaughter is my daughter's best friend who had the nerve to come to my daughter and say, your mom killed your pet pig. Now, why are these parents talking to children about stuff that goes on, adult information in the village? I can tell you the reason why. Why is that? Because those are the kind of parents that are nothing but fucking losers. I mean, you're not going to talk to children about their friend's parents. So then the kids are embarrassed at school. My daughter came home crying. My 17-year-old didn't want to go to school for three weeks because (coughs) every kid has social media. Every teenager has social media. He was getting labeled the pig fucker, the everything you could think of at school. And a 17-year-old, that's torture. So now, as I said, we made an agreement. We won't sue the village. Doesn't mean we won't sue people individually. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have every right to. For everyone that has said those horrible, slanderous things on Facebook, we have the screenshots. We have everything. And I will promise you, promise you, that I, karma is coming. I got one better, and I'm actually going to mention this person's fucking name. Mary Bosco. I'm going to tell you right now. Be careful what you say. We're recording. <laughs> I'm not going to blur it out later because we do raw audio. You better watch yourself because I'll tell you right now, there's pretty little silver bracelets that are going to be waiting for you. Because that to go around, say, about a fault, you, I have documentation, court documents that back this up. They, 
you were giving documents to people that I was arrested at a Walmart for shoplifting. I never stole anything. And for you to go around giving that to people is and wrong. I have And I have plenty enough alibi that'll back up that she was not shoplifting because it was also my our son's birthday that day. Well, here's the other thing. is There's no actual record of that arrest either. No, no. there's because, not. Because I know your lawyer has tried to foil it, and I know you guys have looked into it. And we've looked. Actually, we looked into it. We actually called the actual police department that supposedly the arrest was through, and there is there is no record of of my of my wife being arrested at a Walmart. Exactly. The only thing they had was a seatbelt ticket that I didn't pay yet, which I will own. And I went and paid it, so before you go and say, oh, you didn't pay your bill, I did. So thank <laughs> you. Next. Now that we got through the pig thing, we'll move on to Summit Ave. Good old Summit Ave. The house where we thought, oh, we're getting away from Crazy Barnwell. Now we get another crazy. It's the landlord. Our friend Jennifer owned the house. She said, move over here. Clean it up. It has a bunch of code and stuff. Just clean it up. Get it to pass code. You guys can live here. Deduct the work off the rent. It'll help me out because I'm not living there. Help you out. Get off the corner with bar uh, that person. And uh, eh, say it. Who cares? Well, I don't need any unneeded lawsuits. Well, that's true. So. Well, I mean, if there's documentation, there's no lawsuit involved because you're relaying facts at that point. Exactly, which is true. I mean, we were harassed by the certain person, and it's back backable by documentation. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the other thing, and I'm going to throw in a little sidebar real quick on this, is that there is actual video documentation of him threatening the mayor in a meeting because the mayor wouldn't back him up and as he started ranting and raving. Um, my professional, well, semi-professional, because I'm no longer you know, working as an EMT, but my semi-professional opinion is that he does have some significant mental health issues that Absolutely. need to be addressed. And the fact that the, um, the behaviors he exhibited did not lead to a trip to a mental health evaluation center here in Syracuse, that I find concerning living in this village. However, as, and I know and, and, I and as of you, police cannot make anyone to go to, uh, uh, per se, CPAP, emergency psychiatric place, unless they're going to hurt themselves immediately, immediate danger, hurt themselves, or hurting someone else in immediate danger. Well, that's and the only thing, though, is because he's he has said that he was going to actually do things to and people. They, and, exactly. And, and, right. But, but the police never, once again, if we go back to it, if you think about it, every time he's harassed us and said that he was going to make it a blood street, that is an... Uh, Direct threat. Direct threat. Technically a terroristic threat because it's more than just you guys. So technically, so technically, the police, and again, this falls back on the police chief, okay, that this needs to actually, something need to be done to where he needed to be going to CPAP. Now, I will point out for all of our listeners, this individual does not live in this village any longer, so as far we as we know. As I've far seen as we him know. a few times. Well, I know he shows up for court here and there, but... No, we see him in the car, driving around. Okay. Uh, I believe he's living in the west side of the city, though. Um, we I mean, hope that's, so. that's what my sources have told me, because I did a little digging on my own, because I knew this was coming up. Um, okay. But he's not in the village anymore. Um, Thank God. Well... I wasn't the only family. And so it wasn't like it was like a neighbor versus neighbor thing. We were the only neighbors being loud enough to make it known. Because every family on that block was scared or sick of his crap. Every family. 
And so we just took the bull by the horn and said, we will address it. We will start bringing it to the mayor. We will start bringing it to the board. We will try our hardest to get this lunatic I will. Out. I will have to go back and look at my uh, uh, videos that I have. Uh, I also have a video of actually him and his so-called fiancé TPing the actual neighbor's Christmas decorations. And saying it was the elf on the shelf. And saying it was the elf on the shelf. Um... I can't even. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah even. exactly. Uh, I mean, you, <laughs> I that's 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 actually vandalism to someone's property. Yep. Um, um, however, the chief was going to arrest him. The chief was going to arrest him. I'll give him that. I'll give him that one. Yeah. Yes, I will give him that one. That's the only one I'll give him. That's the only one I'll give him, though. He was going to arrest him, but uh, the the said you know family. the said family said that you know misheard him and didn't, misheard him and, and didn't decline the and decline the arrest, but. It's the only one I'll ever give the chief. Okay, but I'm going to state facts here. Nothing I'm saying is lies, so I will state the facts only. Now, back to Summit. We moved three houses up, started to. Water pipes bursted because there was original galvanized piping. Now, Jennifer had the water off, heat off. We turned the heat on. We turned the water on. Guess what happens to these old galvanized pipes? They start flowing. And not flowing inside starts flowing inside the walls into our living room into the bathroom everywhere did you want a water feature in the house to start with? yeah <laughs> uh, no, no, that kind of water feature now i'm good thanks so we go back in we see our stuff in the living room soaking wet luckily for some reason by god's or i had a tarp on the stuff and i don't know why i did but i did i think it was a tarp that i had that was in some of my tool stuff and and it was spread out and it was just reason. spread out for some reason and i don't know why saved my family's pictures which i would have been so upset if my kids pictures got ruined any mom knows those are the thing you grab when you have emergency in the house I just it's your family dogs. albums now we go and move in we start doing the repairs of the pipes which we were doing so that we could live there. We uh, have, uh, you know, fixed the wall in the one spot that they put new pipe in, put shark bite piping in, in where the, yep. um, where they replaced the old pipe that was bursted. This is Bill doing this with my ex-husband, Rocky. They worked out. Because I did not know anything about plumbing. And Rocky, you know, he knows a little bit. So... They do. He is a little bit. He is a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm he sorry. Is. He is. Anyone, anyone ever seen this man? I'm telling you right now, he's the, probably the shortest man I've ever seen in my life. I think he wears a kid's shoe still. Yeah. But <laughs> he's a good guy. He's a good dad. Be nice. Okay. Yeah, he is a good dad. Okay. Okay. He, he tries. He's trying. He's very trying at times, I hear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry, you can't throw me those and I, you know, not expect me to just, like, knock them out of the park. Right. So, <laughs> so... Bill and Rocky replaced the bursted pipes, the ones they could, let's let's be specific here, the ones they could with the shark bite. Now, you follow that one pipe along to the one corner of the living room where, as you guys know, the big hole was that supposedly we caused the damage to and we loosened. How do you loosen galvanized piping? I would love to know. You can't because, and just for people who don't know plumbing, I, I know... Being a homeowner, I've learned a lot about a lot of things in the last 10, 12 years. Um, oh, yeah, you have an old house, right? Yeah. Galvan well, fortunately, all of my plumbing had been updated before I bought the house. Uh, but I will say, galvanized over time especially, uh, you get what's called a cold weld, where yes. the, the metal actually bonds to you know the other... Yes. 
like the it bonds to it really the um, welds itself. It's it's yeah. pretty much it's pretty much steel. Yeah, you know, if anybody knows anything about steel, uh, it welds itself. It pretty yeah. much welds itself after over time. Yeah, the corrosion creates a weld. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is I owned a house in Salve for twenty years, so we had an old house that had galvanized, so I knew what the problem was. Now I didn't know this when we get off said we would rent the house until we already gave the deposit moving what do you do you got to stay where you're going because we didn't know you know so anyways we fixed what we can in that one corner there's still a small leak told jen she said well put plastic up there to catch it for a little bit and in april when the weather breaks we'll we're put a new bathroom in We'll fix that because that was right directly under the bathroom to the shower to the tub to all the workings in the bathroom so bill did as said we put some plastic up there we try to you know catch as much water as we can and then it starts leaking down through because as you know plastic's only going to hold so much and then it's going to start mm-hmm. coming through all of a sudden it starts breaking away the ceiling does and we're telling her come to find out april comes thinking great we're gonna get it fixed she says there's a guy coming show him around and i have the messages to back this up text messages saying he's a property manager show him around and uh and we'll have the repairs done i said great show this guy around come to find out it's this chris guy that's buying the house i find out the next week he bought the house now, he bought the house as is, never had an inspection done, only what he did for 10 minutes. Never had never had a realtor come in with him? Never had any proper people come through, walk through that house, except for what he did himself. Now, I said to him right off the bat when he came that Sunday saying that he bought the house, this needs to be fixed. He said, absolutely, and he started fixing one part of it. He did. And I'll give him that. He fixed the one part that was leaking. The other part was still leaking, but it wasn't fixed because he had to replace the bathroom upstairs because we didn't have a fucking shower head. No shower head. Now, A, you can ask Jim. I messaged Jim asking him, how can I make a homemade shower head? Because they didn't want us to put one in because they were putting in a new bathroom shortly. And Jim said, use a two liter. (laughs) Do you remember this, Jim? Uh, yes, because uh, I shared the how to make a uh, shower. It's it's one of those internet Facebook ha- hacks you should see. It, it, um, believe it or not, that only only lasted for about one shower. And it, and it didn't, didn't work. And it didn't work. So we had literally a old dog hose sprayer. They had water just dribbling out because there was a leak, remind you, going there. And I'm telling him, when are you fixing the bathroom? He says... Clean out the attic above there, all the stuff that was Jen's, because mind you, and I have the pictures of this, Jen left the house disgusting. Rooms filled with literally cat litter everywhere, garbage everywhere, and I have the pictures to back this up, because this is why the codes were issues there, okay? Now, we clean up the whole house to make it look great for her to sell it, which we thought he was a property manager. And when he when he paid cash for it and only paid what was it something like twenty five thousand? I don't know. I don't know the details of what he paid. Something like that. I think that's what it was. We're not sure. We don't have this aspect. We don't want to assume. Let's I don't know. want to assume, but that's okay. that's what I thought I heard. Okay, but whatever he paid. It's a rumor. It's still too much because the house was trash. Okay. Exactly. It had major issues, and I showed him these issues. Now, are you going to pay your rent? 
I paid rent up until June. June comes. He says, I don't have security deposit from you. I said, I gave Jen security deposit. It comes with the house. He was trying to strong arm us to pay security deposit twice. As I said, I have text messages to prove all this and receipts, everything. Now, in June, to save a fight with him, I gave him $300 towards security just because I didn't want to fight with a new guy that bought the house. My lawyer says, no, no. Get that money back or have that credited toward your next month's rent. You're not paying security twice. So we send him a text saying... And because... Real fast. Because of New York State law states that when you buy a piece of property and it's a rental property and there's already tenants living there, the security deposit rolls over mm-hmm. to as an, asset. as an asset. So if you paid let's say let's say you paid nine twenty five for your security deposit. That nine twenty five that nine hundred and twenty five dollars has to go towards the has to go to the new owner with because with interest with interest sitting in a bank. Mm-hmm. Now he did not get that when he bought the house. Supposedly supposedly he wanted us to pay it again. He wanted us to pay it again. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work that way. So, we said no. We said our lawyer said the 300 we gave you towards security with the rent is going to go toward July's rent. I said, by the way, are you coming to fix the shower? Are you coming to fix stuff? No reply about the fixing stuff. Only that I want my rent. July I, comes I want my rent and I need my security deposit. I said, you already had 300 toward rent. I want the shower done. Guess what? I'm holding rent. Would anybody pay rent if you can't take a shower? You can't wash up like a human being. You have to go to your friend's uh, house not just, to shower. But not just a shower. You also still have a leak in our, in our living room. We didn't even get to use the living room as a family room because there's a huge hole and leak that got worse and worse and worse over and, and, time. And, and, and to know that we're actually telling the truth about this, actually, I've actually had... I've had friends that came over. I've had. Oh my God! What's wrong? I've had. I've had a friend come over for dinner. And and, and they're like, when to the roof? And I'm like, hey, when to the ceiling? Well, there's that leak that wasn't fixed. Well, he can come do the siding. He can come do the roof. Make the outside look like great old Mister Great Landlord. But fuck the inside. Don't fix our bathroom like you promised right along. Don't fix any fucking leaks like you were fucking. You did one fucking leak. You, you fixed. You fixed one leak. But you had another leak. You had another leak. That still was never. And finished. I told him when I when I told him I said, "That's not the only place it's leaking. You need to fix the whole piping, mm-hmm. not just sections. No. Not just a section." Now I, I I'm going to interject real quick here because I have actually had some experience with this when the last place we rented before we bought our house uh, was it was we literally were in there. We moved in on a Friday, and Monday morning, city codes, this was in the city, city codes is knocking on the door telling us we weren't allowed to be there. Uh, a friend of ours, who was a lawyer, happened to be working for the city at the time, and you know was able to give us all the information on this, which we then presented to the landlord. Um, we, on the advice of the lawyer, we actually started putting away the, the rent each month into an escrow account. We actually opened a bank account just for that. And you, you know, we're, we were because of the codes violations, we could hold the rent as long as it was the proof was there, so that if he did the work, we could just hand him the money and exactly. call it good. Um, but here's the other thing: is that he never did the work, so that was actually the down payment for our house. 
But it's true. I mean, New York State does give you certain allowances. I don't know if it goes beyond New York, but I know New York does give you certain allowances for, you know, what to do when you're renting a place that's unfit to be inhabited. And and the other part of well, this there's a new state law, actually, believe it or not, and and I, I'm going to throw this out there real fast. There's a new state law now that gives the right to the tenants, um, and actually. The thing is with state laws here in, in New York State is is the tenors, the tenants have a lot of rights. Which is why rights. A lot more rights than what, what than what we used to have. Which is why I'll never um, be a landlord because in some ways it's good and in some so ways it's bad. bad. Exactly. Because here's it's here's here's one of the new landlord. here's one of the here's one of the new laws they actually just they just uh they just applied actually. Um actually about four months ago I think it is. Yeah. Four or five, maybe six months ago. Um a landlord um a former landlord cannot talk badly about former tenants. Like now this now this said landlord Chris has put a newspaper article slandering us mm-hmm. and thinks that he can get away with it. And we could not respond to the article because we had a pending criminal court case with the pig and we did not want to compromise any of our criminal stuff because we knew that it was going to be dismissed your criminal enterprises yes but now <laughs> i'm messing with you i'm messing with you but now <laughs> we are clear and free so we could speak the truth of this whole debacle now chris tried to jump on the bandwagon saying oh they got the problem with the pig let me make it seem like they made the damages to the house so hey they look like the assholes well listen chris i hope you hear this i have pictures from july 6 when i walked around that took pictures of everything on july 6 and this is you know a couple days right after we kind of went back and forth about rent which rent wasn't even past due technically on the 6th because you have till the 10th before it's considered past due now I took pictures on the 6th of July, which back up everything I'm saying. That house was disgusting, which was not Chris's fault. That was Jennifer's. But we cleaned it. We made it. We have the letters from codes where it was passed by codes of fire violations. Um, All the cleaning was done up that was prior to Chris owning it. We had all the code stuff cleaned up, and I have all the documentation to back that up. Now, when Chris took over, there were a few code violations. Yes, there's like sidewalk issues, but there was no fire issues. I want this specified because people are going after our mayor that he, you know, let things go on, but there was no serious code violations that would harm our family. We did not put our family in harm. We would not have stayed in the house. And neither did the mayor. Let me me make that real quick, real fast, because there's people out there that are actually saying that, oh, the mayor should be charged with uh, endangerment. endangerment. First of all, the mayor did not endanger any child. Um, ever. Actually, hold hold that for one second, because I have to throw a little backstory in here for our listeners. What happened was the landlord tried to get the power shut off to that home in an effort to force you guys out, and yes. because and we have a municipal, and we have a, because we have a municipal power set up that the, the power company is run by the village, the mayor is able to use emergency power to step in and overrule that and say no, the power will be left on because I don't want a family living in a house with no power. Right. Um, he he did, and I know because I've I've talked to him about it myself. Uh, that time, he did consult with codes prior to making this decision, and was told that 
keeping the power on was not a danger to anyone. So that's why he made the decision yes, he did. But yes, there was code violations, which... Well, there were, but not anything that was, like, in danger of life and limb. Exactly. Cause exactly. Because all, all the smoke detectors were actively working. There's fire extinguishers. There was CO2 yep. detectors for the gas. Mm -hmm. Everything, for safety-wise, was working. The issue was the plumbing, which didn't make it pass. Now, to back up a little, to have a property rent here in the village, it has to pass codes to have the electricity on now we Absolutely. when we moved there we didn't know that Jen didn't already do this we thought it was set we went to go turn the electricity on they said oh no this doesn't pass code stuff so that's when Bill and I got involved and said we'll clean it up we'll try to get codes to pass put all the stuff in it was okay we had uh, yes uh, I we had the codes guy come through walk through in March I spent a whole weekend actually making sure that the house would actually be up in okay for codes to come through it came by in march um came it, through in march it was okay. uh the the biggest code violation they actually had at that time was broken windows was a couple broke windows um and which were previous to us living here just from which the which yes the broke windows were previous from us living there um, before you guys moved in before us moved in yes yeah. Um, the only other codes was the actual disgusting garbage that was around the freaking yard lawn wasn't ever mowed um and it didn't have, you know, it didn't have the fire, ex the fire extinguisher. It didn't have the smoke, detector. uh, smoke detectors, the CO2 detector, CO, uh, CO. Sorry, no, no worries. I just CO, just I, 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 yeah, CO detector. Sorry, I, I accidentally put the two in there. I wasn't thinking carbon it. Carbon dioxide, uh, though, it's still no, carbon and, dioxide. And, and carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide, yeah. And um, so we didn't, we didn't, they didn't have those. So while Lisa was outside cleaning up all the garbage with the kids. I was in the house making sure that everything was actually properly installed. It had working batteries, so um, like that. Still broke we weren't paying for windows in the middle of February. It, exactly, their windows did stay broke um, only because the agreement was that she would replace the windows in the spring. In the spring, um, which supposedly she worked out with codes. Um, I don't know how they did that. I that's between her and them. That's between her and them before she sold the house. And, and here's the thing: is that the electricity was not turned on until codes gave the okay. So codes did give the okay to turn. Codes on gave code, codes gave the okay after I got everything Actually, done. No. The code, the electricity was still on in Jen's name because she's yes. the owner. Yes. Yes. We never put the electricity in our name because we were just paying the bill to Jen and she was paying She the they kept gotcha. the codes they kept the they kept the electricity on in her name at the time until we had the codes cleared up uh, we had the codes March. cleared up in okay. March so then, so, but then again it was okay because it couldn't have been put on in y'all's name well we did get it put in our name in March because we forgot to we just kept on paying it keeping it in Jen's April comes now mind you this is a matter of a couple weeks so it's not like we forgot to put it in our name over months or something it's yeah. literally a couple weeks Chris buys the house electricity has to go into his name or our name it's not passing codes now because you know it's more specific the windows again are coming up the sidewalk a whole bunch of extra stuff is coming up it's not stuff that we wanted to come up because the, the, the leaks electricity on mm -hmm. now the codes department said we can't put it on your name guys it's not passing codes. We got to turn it off as of three o'clock today. The only way is if the owner puts it in his name for you. This piece of shit says you fuck with my money. Um, you're not going to be in my house because I didn't want to give him security deposit twice. So he wanted to keep the electricity on in his name for us to be able to get the codes 
cleared up. So we put it in our name. That's what he literally said. You fuck with my money, you'll be out on the street. So he was playing hardball. He was literally strong-arming me to pay him extra to be able for me to have a place for my children to be in 100-degree weather. Which, to me, smells an awful lot like uh, blackmail and extortion. And this is no fibbing, lying, exaggerating at all. Now, I'm in codes crying my eyes out saying, please don't turn this off. Where are my kids going to go in five hours with a house full of stuff? What am I going to do? I'm crying. I'm hysterical. I... People no, I grant you, there's nothing, there's nothing on there that's preventing actually us from actually living there because there was no fire violations. It's mm-hmm. just t- weird code stuff. It's weird code like stuff. hazard of the sidewalk, little things. Mm-hmm. The house, you know, like the window I said being cracked. Nothing fire hazard. Okay. We we call Derek, and we're like, Derek, is there anything you can do? Now, actually, let me back that up. We didn't call Derek. Someone in the office called Derek, and then Derek called me saying, what's going on? Because they seen me crying hysterically and said, uh, you know, what's going on? And we explained, and they called Derek. And Derek called me asking, what's going on? And I explained it. Now, he did say, as the mayor, I can, in the times of hardship, make a call over departments if there is a family in a hardship situation. Which he did make the call to keep the power on. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. No, granted, this has not happened just by the mayor we have now. This has happened numerous times from other mayors. They've yep. kept power okay. on in yep. hardships. A, a mayor, literally, uh, Ron Benedetti, has done the same thing for... I don't remember the details. I don't remember the details, but I've, I've been told from a reliable source yep. that this Ron has that before. this has happened before that Ron Benedetti's done the same thing. Yeah. I know mayors before him have done that as well because I've talked to people and heard yeah. the same thing. It's not it's not like nobody's ever used this option before. It, and it's, it's not that we're calling our friend to help us and nothing to do with it. Look, okay, first of all, let me let me let me sit here and just say this real fast. Just because I'm friends with the mayor Everyone wants to sit there and say, oh, you guys get special treatment. You know what? I do not get special treatment in this fucking village. I get treated like shit because of it. I get treated like shit because of it. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, it's and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's not Derek's fault. It is not Derek's He's fault. He's person. a great person. You know, great friend. Okay. Right. But politics but, aside. But a politics aside, he's a friend. Okay. Politics aside. Derek and I don't always agree on fucking things. Most things things you don't. Most things we don't. Derek will tell you, tell you that him and I have had several conversations where we, where we've gone head to head. We were, we were, we've talked on the phone where we're yelling at each other. I, Derek and I have also, I mean, that's the thing. And that's why I'll tell you this. I, I also consider Derek to be a friend of mine. And I will tell you this. Is it from a third party not technically involved in the whole situation? Derek is a good mayor, and he and I do disagree on a number of things, but um, he is the type who will listen to what you have to say and have a conversation with you about it. Exactly. And the other thing is, too, is like, okay, the heated conversations we've had, okay, where we've hung up with each other, haven't talked for maybe a couple days, you know, and stuff like that. One of us are stubborn. We won't call each other. So one of us will finally break and say, well, I thought you were mad at me. No, I thought you were mad at me. And you know, fine. And we're both fine because we'll talk it out. We'll both apologize, you know, because we're, we're just... Friends. We're friends. Yep. Okay? You know, but the thing is, is I don't get special treatment from the fucking mayor. At least it doesn't get special tr- treatment from the mayor. And whoever's saying that I am banging Derek, please don't anymore. 
because my son came home and asked me, my 10-year-old asked me, are you having sex with the mayor, Mom? I said, no, Josh, I don't know who told you that, so please stop saying that. I could say something on that right now, but I'm not going to. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to respect it. rumors, guys. Rumor mill has to stop. No. And you know what? I gotta say one thing real fast. It's not just a fucking rumor mill. You gotta, you gotta grab another pack. Um, here. It's fine. Um, there's a clip underneath the ashtray on this side too. Oh, I got them right here. Uh, the other thing is too, the fucking fake Facebook Evelyn Coleman. Go fuck yourself. You know, it, it exactly. Lucy just said to go fuck yourself. You, you grow the fuck up. You know, you act like a goddamn fucking 16-year-old fucking in high school. Let's go write things and then hide my identity. Whatever I have to say, that's why I'm on this podcast, because it's coming out of my mouth. I want the truer, most truest words of what what happened out of my mouth. Not for someone to speak for me. I'm going to tell you the truth. My lawyer wanted me to do the interview with Syracuse.com, which I probably still will. But I want this out first, because if Syracuse.com twists the story, which I'm pretty sure they will. Again. 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 I want the truth out ahead of time, because I want people to know the truth. I did nothing wrong. The only thing I did wrong made bad judgment and having a pet pig. An exotic animal in the freaking village, which is which is not a rushable offense. It's a code violation. Exactly. There's a Jake the Snake law, but it's which Jake the Snake law was about 20 years ago when someone owned a snake in the village and it bit a child. Now they made the law in the village of no exotic animals, which I didn't know a pig would be considered an exotic animal, but it is, and. They enforce this. Now, this law is not an arrestable offense. It's a... Code violation. It's a violation, which is a fine. Mm-hmm. Now, back to Summit... It's though. not a It's not a conspiracy charge, either. No. Nope. Now, back to Summit, though, yes. Electricity was on. Didn't pay the rent. Would you pay the rent if you didn't have water? Nope. Would you... If, if your kids can't take proper showers and baths, you can't shower and bath normally... You have to bathe in the sink. It literally, and, and believe it or not, if you actually look it up, believe it or not, actually this falls actually in health code violations. Actually, as a fucking landlord, you have to you have to file you have to you have to apply with health code concerns too, as a as a as a landlord. And you didn't do and you didn't do that either. Well, the issue I had there's mold and mushrooms growing in my living room. Mm-hmm. That's my issue. Now, he knew. Now, he says two things. First, he said I didn't know about it. He sure as hell got a hold of me to come in in August, I'm sorry, in October to do a walkthrough for the heating system that need repair supposedly. He came in in October. He got a hold of us. I said, okay, if that's the law, you're going to come in? Then go in. He did. He had to see the whole then in October. Jim, thank you. Second, if that's if he never seen it, like he's trying to say. Also, if he didn't know about it, you seen it in October. What was my other part of it? Remember what else? The other lie he was trying to say? Oh, that we wouldn't let him in the house. To oh, yes. fix the repair. Yes, yes. Now, the only time you contacted me was in October to come in for the heating. And I didn't give you a hard time. I said, if that's the law, you gave me 24 hours, come on in. And never stopped him from doing anything. So stop lying. Tell the truth. 
You know, Chris, I'll tell you this. Karma's a bitch. The truth will set you free. Because I know the truth, and like I said, I have all documentation to back up everything I have said. And if anyone wants to challenge what I'm saying, come see me. You know what? I got one thing on this I whole... I got this one thing on this whole thing. I'm going to the next board meeting. Oh, Lordy. I'm going to the next budget board meeting. Mm-hmm. We're not hiding. I'm not hiding anymore. Because we didn't do anything wrong. You know, this village calls a certain person in this... In this village, the number one asshole. Hey, hey, hey! I take my I take my reputation seriously. Well, move over because I'm taking that spot. Well, you have a little more training to do first. Oh no! I think I got enough training on this one. <laughs> we got a year of training. I got a year of training, buddy. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm move over, buddy. You got to share that spot, buddy. You guys can't see this because we're on a podcast, but I have this Manila folder. That has big red writing on it that says evidence. This has about, what, Jim, 30 pieces of paper in it? I'd say it's a good solid three quarters of an inch thick. Of backing up everything I've said. Now, the rest of the stuff's on my phone. Two phones. Actually, three phones, technically. Yeah, because I got stuff on my phone, so four. Four. Okay. Backing up everything I've said with screenshots, text messages, instant messages, pictures, etc. Oh, screenshots of trustees uh, siding with... Wait a minute, hold on. Siding with... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, let me finish. A trustee, Bill McVicker, sharing a post from a known criminal in this village that's been arrested and put in jail multiple times. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's documented that actually because... I believe there's also screenshots out there of actually a warrant that was out for his arrest one time for actually trying to strangle, so, strangle a girl, a woman. Yep. Um, and I know there's screenshots of that. So, Bill McVicker, you really want to go there and call me a criminal? Wait a minute. Hold on. And you want to show up to my court cases with Deb DiGiulio, who is also his partner in crime in the third ward. Want to show up to my court case? Which I, I want to. I want to. To be nosy. That the Salve, the village of Salve is separated into three segments called wards. Um, you guys are in the first ward and have been in the first ward absolutely this entire time. Never lived outside. So. Yep. When trustees from the second and third ward start poking their nose in, you have to wonder what they're getting into because they never involved. The, they didn't involve the first ward trustees at that time. So, so exactly. So, what, what I'm going to say is the first ward trustees. On the other hand, um, I'm going to say this, Bill, Deb, leave us alone. You better watch what it is you're doing. Because I see everything, I hear everything. I have a lot of ears and a lot of eyes around this village. Leave us alone. And you guys are being watched. But leave us alone. We'll leave you alone, you leave us alone. And I will call off my hounds if I have to. But as of right now, my hounds are in full swing. We want to be left alone. It comes down to... The other thing is I'm going to ask for right now from all four of those trustees is a formal apology. Of being called a criminal. Being called criminals. And you know what? Guess what? I'm not even gonna say four trustees. Here's the thing. I'm gonna right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna mention them all by names. Bill McVicker, Ray Fournier, Deb DiGiulio. Former Dan Bellotti. Former trustee Dan Bellotti. Former trustee Tom Taroli. 
And also John Craig. Which is partial. Which is partial. He really didn't say anything. He didn't really say anything publicly, but I know he's got his hands tied in there some way, somehow. I want a formal apology from these trustees. They have slandered our name. Who slandered my name not once, not twice, but multiple times. Trollies read letters about my wife and I. And so isn't Bill McVicker. Now, I'm going to go one more step farther. Police Chief Woods. I don't want an apology from you. I want your resignation. Or your retirement. Because what you've done as a police police chief has been nothing but corrupt this village. And it can be better. But you need to go. It needs to be better. It's not fair what one family went through. And I'm sure there's other families that probably went through it, but they don't say anything. There probably is. I don't know. I can't speak for them. I can't either. But I know what I went through. Many tears, many times where I want to just scream and tell the truth, and I can't because I'm under a gag order by my lawyer to protect myself and protect my children because I have cr- I had pending criminal charges which were completely unjustified. There was nothing that justified that. Now, yes, I agreed to, with the DA, to get everything dismissed immediately regarding the pig if I wouldn't sue the village. So I had to take a nonviolent plea of disorderly conduct, which is a non-criminal charge. So that way, something's on record so I cannot turn around and sue anybody in regards to the village. And, and anyone real fast, uh, a freaking that actual plea, believe it or not, is actually pretty much you yelling in public or freaking... Just being a nuisance. Just being a public nuisance, pretty much. We agreed to that just so we didn't have to miss more work. Bill's lost his job because of this. I lost a job and couldn't find one for six months and struggled. Because... We, because guess what? You run into someone's background, pending charges come up, and as his, with his uh, career choice, they run his background regularly. So he couldn't find a job. Luckily, the place that hired him took a chance on him because they believed that this stuff was going to be thrown away. I just started a new job. Same thing. These people took a chance on me. They're asking me, when is it going to be dismissed? Because you can't be with your clients by yourself. I said, I'm working on it. We're taking it to trial. I didn't want to miss four days. So I said, you get rid of this today, we won't sue. They said, you can't sue, but you got to take something so that way you can't turn around and sue. I said, give me the lowest thing you got then. They said, crim- uh, what is it? Um, disorderly conduct. Disorderly, dis- con- disorderly conduct and all charges were unconditionally discharged. Are unconditionally discharged, meaning they will not show up on our so no words, so no words, So in other words... So in other words, if we were arrested tomorrow, nothing would show up. Nothing will ever show up, and they cannot retry us for this for this case. Hashtag double jeopardy. Now we we took this as an unconditional discharge, and I'm telling the truth because you know what? None of this would be showing anyways because it's unconditionally discharged. <coughs> when you show up, but I'm telling you the truth of what we agreed to because I have no reason to lie. I could say, oh, they're dropped. It's a done deal. No, we made a deal with this new DA. So we didn't have to miss more time from work. So my kids could walk with their friends without having... Are your parents still going to court for that pig thing? We're going every month. Then we have trustees sitting in the audience taking notes. 
next day, the Zevlin Coleman is posting what was seen by these Hold trustees. On. No, they weren't just taking notes. Third Ward trustee Deb Julia was decided to stand behind a pillar to listen to our conversation with our lawyers. Using lawyer-client privilege, which uh, I believe can be considered conduct unbecoming. And there's videos of it. My mm-hmm. lawyer caught her outright standing behind a pavilion. She was on the other side of the courtroom. Why would you go to the cross the courtroom, out the door to a pavilion on the other side? Um, not pavilion, really, partition. I'm saying pavilion like you. It's partition that was partition. there outside the door. We're on one side of it. She came out that door, stood on the other side, so she could try to hear us talking to my lawyer. Now, now granted, now I want to say something else real fast. I saw someone post a thing and saying, well, you know, my wife and I are running a very successful... Uh, uh, nonprofit mm-hmm. trying to rebuild a park for the kids. Now, here's a funny thing on this. I forgot where I was going now, real fast. They're saying that. Oh, yes, that's right. They were trying to say, this person tried to say, and I don't remember, I have the screenshots of it though, that my wife and I used the money for that. To move and pay for lawyers. And pay for lawyers. Here's a funny thing tax dollars paid for those lawyers because they were court appointed lawyers. Paid by the state and county. Mm-hmm. And if a court-appointed lawyer wants to take something to trial, you know we're innocent. Exactly. Court-appointed lawyers don't want to go to trial, especially for misdemeanor pig arrest. Yep. Okay? They're not going to do investigations, hire yeah. investigators. Oh, and that was the other thing. It was just kind of funny. The DAs dropped the, was it six charges or eight charges? I can't remember. No. There was first eight. They went down to five, then six. We had two left. Yes. So th- the ones that they actually dropped were actually felonies at first and left them two misdemeanors. And we we're going to take those misdemeanors to trial. We're going to take misdemeanors to trial. To prove our innocence. Mm-hmm. Because we have so much evidence stacked against the people, as what the courts call it, yep. that would blow everybody out of the water. And they didn't want this evidence getting out. What's in this folder is damaging to so many people. It's damaging to trustees. It's damaging to more than just trustees. It's damaging to a police chief. And I am done. I want to be left alone. Leave me and my family because alone. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a? I, th- I thought there was something that a foil or something like that. I know there's multiple foils. I believe. I, I gotta, I gotta find out about that one. Yeah, we can revisit that at another time. That's because not a big deal. Because the investigator that investigated this found a lot of stuff, and uh, I don't know what is. I'm gonna be very careful what I say because I don't know what is legal still to disclose or what was not. But let's just say that there's evidence that proves so much more that from, your head would spin. Yeah. From what you, from what little you guys have shared with me, there is a shit ton of evidence exposing a shit ton of corruption and complicity in this village by the powers that have been in charge for so long, they forget that it's for the people, by the people. And we'll leave it at that. And those, and, and those actual letters that actually got read for us actually at a board meeting are actually, believe it or not, there is videos of that. Yep. Um, because because ah. they were all approved by the board because hmm, our village board gets live streamed every month. Yep. And this stuff was harassment. It was, uh, it was embarrassing. I never would have cried in public, but every time I went to a board meeting, I would be crying because people are attacking me, saying things that you don't say to families. The, 
you know, I pay, you might say, oh, they're renters. I lived in this village for a very long time. I owned a house for 20 years on Woods Road across from Garcia's. Many years. I paid taxes in this village. I still pay taxes into my rent, which my landlord right now is the most best guy ever, a real landlord. Fixes things, get a hold of him day or night. He's enjoying Florida right now, which I'm a little jealous, but hey. No kidding. He's a good guy. (laughs) Shout out out to John. Man, you're amazing. But he's what a real landlord is. His family is from this village, been here, born and raised his whole life. He grew up in the house that I'm running. Yep. House is completely remodeled from inside out. It, you know. I mean, he needs needs some work out on the outside, but. He's working on it. He's working on it. But he does what he's supposed to. I don't have any complaints with him. Now, I don't have a problem paying my rent. You can ask John. We're actually a month ahead in our rent. And our rent is a lot more here than that dump was. Our rent's double here. We don't have a problem paying our rent. So all those say, don't pay your bills. We don't pay the rent at a place where we don't have water running to a bathroom. Exactly. At full force. We exactly. We're struggling out of a hose to spray ourselves with. Like if you take a hose outside and you got to push your finger on the end to get power out of it, mm-hmm. that's what we would have to do to wash our hair, wash ourselves. Now, I shouldn't have to do that to take a shower. Nope. And they wouldn't let us put, uh, you're probably saying, why didn't you just put a shower head in? Because I was told, we're coming to put a new bathroom in next week. We're Don't touch anything. Don't touch Don't anything. Touch anything. I, by law, cannot change anything in the house without permission from that landlord. Exactly. And if and I hey. would, I would be in trouble. So then he has the audacity to call the police try to have us arrested for this property, saying that we caused $20,000 in damage, that we loosened a galvanized pipe and left the wrench in the bathroom. Now, here's gravity, people. Gravity falls into this. If it's leaking into the living room from the bathroom, under the tub, the pipe is under the tub, how do you loosen it with the wrench in the bathroom, but the hole is in the living room, but you loosen the pipe through the hole in the bathroom, but the hole is underneath that floor, under the tub. And there's no hole in the bathroom. And there's no hole in the bathroom because gravity, water comes down, not up. Yeah, well, (laughs) yes. So how did I loosen that? I would love to know. And, and I caused sorry. that much damage within two weeks of loosening it. And um, I have to point out that anybody that has enough any respect for their tools, which I know Bill does, would never leave a fucking wrench behind. <laughs> oh, fuck I mean, no. I, I have a couple of sets of pliers that are dollar store pliers just because I was out somewhere and just needed a quick pair of pliers. Funny thing is, he said it was a I pipe wrench. I have one pipe wrench to my fucking name. Mm-hmm. I've always, and I've always had one pipe wrench to my name. It's actually, it's over there in that drawer over there, and it's a big motherfucker. And he wouldn't leave it because he would say, that's my father's thing, don't touch it. Actually, no, that actually wasn't my father's actually. I'm sorry, I misspoke. I'm not allowed to touch the tools. <laughs> just say that. Well, there's a reason for that. It's <laughs> actually. We're not gonna have that recorded. All <laughs> There's that is that is one of my actually most expensive tools that I have in my actually collection because I normally buy everything at Harbor Freight. I actually bought a pipe wrench at fucking Home Depot a few years ago, and that is actually a husky. So you know, I mean, no, uh, yeah. tight stuff, whatever it is. Oh my, Ryobi stuff. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. I'm not allowed to touch tools, so I wouldn't have loosened it. You can't loosen a galvanized pipe without a hole in the spot. You can't even loosen a galvanized pipe. And uh, 
And if the hole's underneath, how do you loosen it with a wrench upstairs? No, the only tools that I know right now that are not down here right now are the ones I used to work on my my wife's vehicle this weekend. Which was a nightmare. Which was a nightmare. Are actually in my back of my truck because i got to do work on my truck. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Get a shout-out to John. No, no, I already knew about the work. I already knew about that work. I just didn't do it. I was lazy. But, um, but the point of this, of me being here, you're never going to hear from me again, was that I wanted to clear my name. It's time for me to clear my name and give the truth of everything that happened. Oh, I was just filling fanning through the paperwork one little story about summit which he mentioned in there uh that we owe a water bill now how much is water bill usually runs in a household gym for three months uh for three months depend like well see for me it's mostly just me at the house and ends up being about 60 bucks for three months okay this is three months of service tell me there wasn't a leak oh definitely a leak. holy shit can you tell the people how much is on that bill $1,074.96. And he wants me to pay that, but he never fixed the leak. No, of course, we're a family of five. Mm-hmm. So it's about eight Two hours. adults, three kids. The oldest is 16. Everybody, 17. Everybody knows a 17-year-old, you know, he's going to take probably about two showers a day. He does. Okay, which well, he does. does. They either take two showers a day or two showers a month. Well, it goes either way. Well, two showers a day. Two showers a day, only because you know he's a popular kid. Sometimes, that's uh, what they call it these days. Yeah, well, you know. But anyways, he takes two showers a day, so our bill ranges anywhere between about 80 to 90. 80, 80, 90 every three months. Yeah, because Jim, I mean, yeah, Joe, John called us with it, and it was ninety-two or something. Ninety-two, yes. Yeah, I say mine. It, literally, it's one shower a day. Like two or three loads of wash, and, and I can tell you right now, we are actually and where we do our podcast. Actually, and I've said this multiple times: but it's is not eleven hundred dollars, folks. No, eleven hundred dollars for a water bill. So doesn't that show that there's a leak somewhere ongoing? Yes, because I actually had a leak at one point in the house. It was a small leak; it wasn't major, but my bill suddenly spiked up from like sixty to, to ninety. 80 to 90 in that range and I was I was like there's got to be a leak here and I found the leak fixed it everybody was happy now the other reason why this water bill was so high which is part of the issue why the bathroom needed to be redone the toilet was broke and it kept on running we would have to manually turn it off remember Bill we would yes. have to go behind there yep. and turn it off because the water continuously run we would change it and need a whole new toilet system yep. so either A you turned it on before you took a shit or you turned it on after you took the shit and had to deal with the smell in the toilet okay so <laughs> we um we but we were told don't do any more work on it. And I have the text of this because we're putting in, we're going to be there on Tuesday to do work on the bathroom. Never showed up. Never showed up. I'm not paying your water bill. You can kiss my fucking ass. Yes, I agree to pay a water bill. I told you I'll pay ninety dollars, which is my family's normal use. Mm-hmm. If I could take showers, that is. But I couldn't. So maybe I'll knock it down to maybe forty for doing laundry. But since I couldn't take normal showers, forty dollars would be fair for three months. Yep. In dishes, give a yep. Little, I'll give him fifty. Yeah, I'll give him fifty. But eleven hundred, kiss my fucking ass. Pay your own bill. I think that covers everything in my folder. I want to. I want to state real fast. Uh, as as I've said before, uh, Jim and I do this podcast actually uh, in our basement, in my basement actually, um, and. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking here at the pipings here, and, uh, yeah, it's all brand new fucking copper. Yep. Because John does things the right because way. Because the landlord here, John, does things the right fucking way. And now I feel bad whoever just bought the house on Summit. Somebody 
just bought that house from him. It was sold the first day it was listed. Oh, it, it was probably another slumlord. We have no idea who it is, but I feel bad. I hope they hear this podcast, and I guess they live in Salve. I was told they live in Salve, and they're, they're moving there to start a family. Hmm. Hopefully they got money to do a lot of work. I hope they have an inspector come before they buy, because they're still galvanized piping. Our neighbor went through for the walkthrough of open house. Piping was never changed in it. Only the bare necessity fixes were done. Still the same tub, still the same toilet only replaced a little bit of stuff they needed to to get it saleable. And he's saying that he lost money? We don't want to talk about lost money. I can give you a huge bill of money that we lost over the past year. But we're going to drop everything and let everything go. Bottom line is, we have great neighbors now. We don't have anyone fucking with us. That's what we wanted. We wanted to live in a house that's taken care of. We got that. Got that. We want to be able to have our friends come over, have quality time without the, you know, living room leaking. Got that too. Yeah, it's kind of nice. (laughs) We're good now. We got our charges dropped. Even better. Leave us alone. I want to be left alone. I'm sure many of you are going to go and make posts when you hear this recording. Make the post you want. Nothing you can say bothers me now. Because I learned how evil people are people are evil and there's only a few uh, bill how many maybe 10 people that stood by us from day one i I gotta say i mean i I lot we lost a few friends but but i gained a lot more um and a lot of the friends oh go ahead i've got information a lot of a lot of the friends that i that i gained um the last year um with this whole arrest bullshit believed us believed us Knew that they were lying. And you know what? Thank you. Thank you for standing behind me. Just don't crack one off when we're standing behind you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that several times in your truck. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little story. We didn't know Jim from a hole in the wall. Now, we were told, hey, Jim might be running for first ward. you got to reach out to him. Because if he, Bill wants to run for first ward trustee, reach out to Jim so you guys don't um, butt heads. That was that was another thing, the reason why I was also arrested, too, was because I was actually trying to run for first, first ward trustee. First word trustee, I was trying to take Dan Bellotti's seat. And we feel like this was a... And so... <clears throat> oh, guaranteed, because so two years before when I ran against John Craig, oh, I, I they tried to give me some help, but being a homeowner and taxpayer, they were a I, lot... I, it was a lot I, I, exactly. And, you know, I, I, I wanted changes in this village. Um, a park that they forgot about for 30 years, 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. It has heroin needles. That has, that had heroin needles, that has a playground in it that's literally fucking falling apart, that yep. trustees have not done anything about. There's metal shards that stick up where little kids with flip-flops will cut their flip-flop off their foot. Yep. You know, and, and, and all they want to do is... Bring the community together. Build a park. Bring the community together. All they want to do is bring the community together. Build a park. Make the streets safe for our families. For our kids. For the future. For the future of this village. But no, what they did, we got shit on. Yep. You know, Jim and I became friends because, yes, I was actually trying to run for trustee because I was told he was actually going to try to run. And they worked together. And instead of instead of Jim, instead of Jim and I bashing each other, Jim and I actually talked on the phone. 
realized I, they wanted the same stuff. Jim and I realized we wanted the same things in this village. Yeah, we worked together. And we, and we worked together and became <laughs> friends out of this whole ordeal thing. Now, Jim and I don't agree sometimes po- politically. <laughs> Jim, most times. Most times. We debate, but we have a lot yeah. of common ground. Like we'll, we'll discuss like how we can change something. And, and but you have respect for each other. We have respect exactly. for each other. I don't think there isn't a day that Jim and I have never had an argument. Um, we've always discussed how, you know, if he thinks he can do something differently, he'll tell me, be like, oh, try it this way and see if it works. <laughs> you know? And a lot of times I do. I take Jim's advice. You I know? occasionally take the opportunity to expand those horizons a little bit. Sometimes, <laughs> yes. Sometimes. Sometimes Jim's ego is too big for the room and we need to deflate it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there. That's when Tom Brady comes in. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but I have to do the Tom Brady and be like, you know, like a pin cushion and, you know, take just it down a do, take, a, take it down a little bit, buddy. <laughs> but I mean, that's the mutual respect that him and I I've had for each other, and we've done it here on the podcast. We've had our debates here on the podcast oh, a couple yeah. times. Yeah, and you know, you know we still we would know when we when I take off for the night, I and mean, we have no issue. We're good. Exactly. You know what? We're still friends. We talk the next day. Um, yeah, there's times like fucking Jim. God damn it! But, uh, but we did gain a lot of good friends. We have friends we that went to bat for us. That literally said, "This is bullshit." Now they got shitted on. Yep. They got treated like shit because they were standing up for us. Is that right? I don't think it is. No. Because you stand up no. for someone that's being bullied. And, and you know, I personally, I, I'm the type that will stand up because, honestly, I've gotten to the point in life, I just don't You, you, you guys want to, wait, wait, hold, hold on, wait a minute, real fast. I, I got to say something real fast. The whole pig arrest. Um, it's kind of comical. It's kind of comical because here's the thing. A few, was it a few days, I think, afterwards, yeah. wasn't it? Jim, you started an actual you started an actual uh, thing called the Solve Chronicles. Yeah, I got to get back to that because I've just been focusing it, it, on it, exactly. Stuff and you want to watch a fucking hilarious video? Believe it or not, I got to give I got to give Jim his props. props actually, and it's not just Jim actually because actually him and I actually worked together on this one actually. I, I and I will say this: there's a lot of people that contribute to the Solve Chronicles. There are, and I had and, messages and, asking and, and, and you know I what? I, you know what? I'm gonna put it out there. Actually, you know what? I you know for the last year um i've actually was actually some of the people that were actually posting on the chronicles Mm -hmm. and nobody knew about it and jim actually kept the secret for the longest time now the other people want to be left secretive of who's running it but actually jim and i are actually it's not me because i don't give a fuck jim and i are actually jim does the live videos um if you see something that's usually posted that's not uh, a video um, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. It could be, it could be me. It could be Jim. Um, be any of our crew. It could be any one of our crew because there's more than just one that does it. Yep. And, and here's the we thing. Got I, I got spies everywhere. I got spies everywhere. I will say this. is that Go ahead. Try and fuck with me because I just don't give a shit. So I, I'll, I I'll admit. I on anybody. I, I'll admit. I am actually one of the admins of the Solve Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Um, you know, I don't give a fuck anymore. And you know what? Maybe I'll even start doing live videos on the Chronicles myself. We couldn't, though. This is the... Well, I should say Bill couldn't put it out that he was on there because we couldn't have the backlash. They now, no pending charges. I wanna, Not I wanna, anymore, fuckers. I want to throw something out there. I just pulled up the information on Summitav. Um, your former landlord purchased it in 2015 for 45 grand. The current owner purchased it in 2018 for $40,000. It is not yet listed as having been sold. 
it's in the process of It's still being in the process of being sold. Um, actually, Jim, if you go to the email I sent you from my lawyer that has all the documentation of the... Um, to the DA of dropping the charges. Yep. And it gives the exact dollar amount of how many times the house was sold and who bought it. I oh, think nice. it's in there as well. That is the Hall Ave one, though, isn't it? Oh, yes. That's the Hall Ave. Sorry. That's gotcha. the Hall Ave one, yes. And I was just pulling up Summit. But, um, but yes, two properties we got screwed on. Two properties, yes, we got screwed on. And, you third know, time's a charm. Third time's always a charm. And actually, the, this property here has been great. Uh, landlord's great. Um, you know, he understood, you know, there's a couple times where, yeah, we've, we've had to split rent up. Um, he's understand our, you know, our financial problems with, at the time, uh, Lisa was going back to school. Um, so tight rent was a cup tight for a little bit, um, because of that, because Lisa with her new job had to take a couple, uh, classes for New York state. And, uh, so she had to go back to school for that. But, uh, you know, in the long, in the long run, everything's working out. Everything's right. actually working out now. Um, charges got dropped. Suck it, assholes. Karma's a bitch, and I'm driving the bus. It, you know what? I'm going to say this. <laughs> a lot of people right now are going to be eating crow um, yep. for this for this uh, story. Um, you know, and the biggest people that are going to be eating crow, really, are going to be freaking the people that are running one of the actual Salve pages on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um you know what? You guys are a bunch of freaking losers and pathetic. Um, we'll, we'll let that be for we'll now. We'll let that be for now. But because uh, I'm not going to mention your names, just to let you guys know, it, you guys really are a bunch of losers and, and everything like that. What? Who are you talking about? I had to go upstairs and get kids off each other from being. The, the people from uh, one of the Salve Facebook pages. I, I'm not mentioning it. I'm not. We're not mentioning their names. Oh, but, the ones that run the. Group? We won't mention that group. We, we won't just, mention that group. We're not gonna mention that group. But it's one of the. It's there's. Well, I'll put it this way. There's four pages in Salve that are uh, that are that are run by uh, admins. I got one over there. But no, but it doesn't matter about the pages. Don't care about that. No. There is everyone's Facebook. Facebook. Grammar, Nazi, and bullies. They think they're tough guys on Facebook. Hey, when hey, you see hey. them in person. I'm a grammar Nazi. I admit it. Yeah, yeah well, we yeah, know you are. He's the one that types wrong all the time, too. Well, in messages... And, and it is kind of funny how sometimes he does. I generally, like, post-wise, I will generally go back and double-check it, after, especially after I post it, but... Hey, I'll admit, I make mistakes now. I, I You know, my biggest thing is you're your, and they're there and there. So, all together, we have... Let's see, one, two... Three. There's like four. Was it four, five, Salve pages, the village oh, at pages. Least, at least. And then there's also our our Salve Chronicle page. That's you know literally about news and shit like that yep. and stuff. With the truth. With the truth. And I, I will say this: I have no issue um, blocking people that want to be dumbasses. Because you know what? I don't give a fuck. The truth is out there. If you're going to be a dumbass, then you're going to get blocked. It's that simple. Yeah, because if you ain't getting blocked by Jim, you will get blocked by me. Exactly. And I have no problem blocking people. You want to talk shit about me, I'm going to block you. Because I don't need to read that you're talking shit about me when you don't know me from a hole in the wall. See me on the street. You want to say it to me in person. Hole in the wall, hole in the sheet. Yeah, you know. I like holes like this. (laughs) I guess so. <laughs> Tossing that salad. You've been trying to get me. Which is kind of which is kind of funny. You're not even a lesbian. You want me to be one? <laughs> Tossing that salad. <laughs> Look at Google that phrase later, Bill. Thank you. Yeah, I will. I'm out. I spent what said what I had to. I got to go take care of some children. Well, 
first of all, I got I got I want to thank you for uh, you know being a part of the podcast uh, this You'll week. You'll never hear me again. I'm out. Well, that's what she says. But you know what? She comes down here to smoke a cigarette and uh, doesn't want to deal with the kids for like five minutes. She will be down here, and I'm sure she'll probably voice her well, opinion. That's something we talk about. Anybody want to come see my file of evidence? Come see me. I'm happy to show anybody the truth. I'll be glad. To, I'll be glad to tell you where we live, and you can stop by and see yeah. our beautiful house that you think that. Uh, oh, since we shouldn't be on the codes committee, because we have no idea Ray Fournier about codes. Guess what, Ray? I know more about codes than your wife. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> so you can stick your little freaking. Okay. Oh, never mind. I won't go uh, I'm not even gonna go there. Never mind. You <laughs> know that be? What would that be? But you know what, Ray? I'm going to say one thing. You helped get the mayor fired over a freaking recording. An illegal recording. Or it, an illegal recording. Yes. Thank you, Jim. i got to say one thing, Ray. You should really be ashamed of yourself. You want to know why? Screenshots say a lot. And due to the fact that you have exactly where it is you work. On your Facebook profile. On your Facebook profile. Guess what, Ray? I'm a shareholder. <laughs> Screenshots of sexual things of the mayor that you liked could magically be emailed to your corporate office about you. So go ahead and try me. Anyway, on that note, because we don't want to take it too far and make it a uh, yeah, no. inappropriateness, um, I guess that pretty much wraps us up for this week because Actually, we're, we're knocking on two hours right now. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I believe this will be shared on one of the Salve pages. Quite possibly. Um, but anyway, that's the story. Uh, we're glad you could join us for it. We're lucky when we can put the truth out there. Uh, Absolutely. Just, just remember, wash your hands. Don't hold the toilet paper. Don't be an asshole. And uh, and if you're going to go to a brothel, make sure you wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Fucking full body condom. <laughs> uh, actually, no. You know, I'm going to say this. The, the interesting thing is I've done my reading on the subject, and when sex work is legal and properly regulated, you don't have to worry as much about that because everybody gets their medical checkups, gets checked out, gets verified, and can't work unless they are. So that, that's one of the, the pros there. But anyway, on that note, don't forget, everybody has the potential to do amazing shit. Just awesome, awesome stuff. You've all got that potential. Some people waste that potential, as has been discussed. <laughs> Other people just need to make some changes in their life to get, you know, get things going, get out of their own way, and just be awesome. we got faith in you. We know you can do it. All you got to do is just get out there and be awesome. So until next time, we got the faith in you. Make those changes. Absolutely. Be awesome. And, Bill, have a great week. Peace out, homies. Peace out. Peace out, Joe. Gotta bounce.